0: said it because of his wet blanket energy (laughs) (laughs) hello hello and welcome to she's all batch my name is stephanie and my name is Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Oh, my oh God. We don't Hi. care if you guys are here for the right reasons, though. We're just, we're really just happy you're here, you're listening, and you're present in the moment with us.
1: Yes. Yeah, so you guys know the drill. Join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. It's an amazing time, it's an amazing podcast. You're in for a treat. Hell yeah. <laughs> Back by popular demand, I heard the fans saying that they needed to hear me sing them a song.
0: So. All right, guys, let's creep. Hold on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah, sorry. Applause, applause, applause. I want to creep. Before we creep, though, I'm so hungry, so I'm just going to make a bowl of crow. I'm going to just eat my crow Mm. as we creep. I'm going to eat my words. I'm really hungry. So do you want some of my crow? Probably not. I think I need to eat it more than you.
1: I don't think I need to eat it because I was crow the situation prior also explain to people what the crow thing is because I didn't know what it was till you said it
0: oh god well you're just an infant you're just a baby but eating crow I don't think is, this like is like an basic... age thing is it it age? is I don't no, know it is. okay well no it's, it's eating crow is more of an old fashioned phrase but I actually oh. know it because they said it on dance moms once so eat, <laughs> if eating crow just means um you you eat your words like you were you were humbled because mm-hmm. you were wrong about something which yeah. I can
1: admit I think that's good, good growth. What are we seasoning yeah. this crow with? A salt and pepper, a little garlic powder, making it I'm taste gonna season yummy it with a little
0: engagement ring because the reason why I'm eating crow mm. is because the day after the episode that comes out where Miss <laughs> Stephanie Parker says Uh, guys, they're definitely not making it, Nick and Natalie. Nick decides to whip out an engagement ring for Natalie and have, like, the most beautiful engagement ever. And, like, when I tell you the amount of DMs I woke up to, including you, Jackie, actually. Mm -hmm. So I saw the news, and then I immediately go to text you, and then I look on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, she already wrote me, along with literally easily 50 people and so you guys are so funny so many people are like Nick just did this because you said it like he's just he's just bitter (laughs) blah 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 obviously we're all could you imagine
1: (laughs) he hears our podcast and is like now I need to propose and show them yeah
0: that's it I'm gonna show her yeah so how did you feel upon waking up Friday morning so our episode come out comes out Thursday Mm and it was Friday right Friday or Saturday yeah. I don't need to don't quote time. me on that. Yeah. How did you feel when you woke up to that news and sent it to me? Did you know I would be um, chowing down on this crew?
1: I, well, I didn't know you would change your tune on them. And I want to hear about that journey for you personally. Because you were very anti, like, the relationship in general. I wasn't necessarily surprised because I, I have said this on the podcast that I did think they were kind of endgame. I'm kind of surprised that they got engaged. So I, I would have thought this was maybe coming a few years from now. Because they have really only been together, what, two years, which I guess is not really that short of a time. Like, I, that's like a normal time. Like I don't know. Just because Natalie is so young, I thought they would have waited maybe a few more years before actually getting engaged. But I don't know. I see it. I see it. I've always kind of gotten it, even though it's funny to say that she's a child bride and now she's literally a child bride. <laughs> but um, I think it's like, I, I don't know. I've always kind of understood it because I think if you think of the fact that, like, Nick is 42, but I think he's a very immature 42. And all things considered, I actually think Natalie is a pretty mature 24 year old. I don't know if you've listened to any podcasts that she's done, but that girl has like lived a life. Like she dropped out of school, moved to New York, tried to make it in modeling, like was living in her car for a while, went back to school, then became like whatever her job is. She wears scrubs. I don't know what it is, but it's something medical, which is to be respected so I don't know. I like, I get it. What's, what was your journey through like hating them to loving? Even though I know you didn't hate them.
0: Just not being pro relationship. I have a hot take. I have a hot take for you guys. Um, I have been through a journey over the past weekend. After seeing all the Nick and Natalie content, like dare I say, am I a Nick and Natalie stan? That's what the kids say, right? You can't just say fan anymore. You're a stan, right? Yeah, you're a stan. Yeah, I think. Okay. It's the same thing. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. to my to my older ladies i'm a nick and natalie <laughs> super fan no i just i feel like so they got engaged it's funny mm-hmm. i posted something on stories i was poking fun, I was like congrats guys i compared natalie sticking out her tongue to vanessa sticking out her tongue i said oh looks like he has a type like i'm joking but mm-hmm. the more i looked at the the little videos and stuff i was like holy shit like am i a little jealous i feel like and i this is therapy for us. This is our podcast. I'll be as honest as I fucking want. I think I'm a little Mm. jealous. I think, and I'm a happily married woman. I don't want Nick Vial. But I think that moment for Natalie, like, you would be lying if you said you weren't jealous of this girl that had this, like, amazing evening planned just for her. And, like, the amount of details that went into that proposal, I would be lying if I said that wasn't, like, my dream proposal. What was your proposal? Now I want to (laughs) know. Well, I also want to tell the listeners their proposal, but I'll tell my, no, okay, God, my proposal was great. (laughs) Um, Which one do I do first, though?
1: Well, I'll get our beautiful dream proposals one day, you know?
0: My proposal, real quick, Uh, we bought a house that we're living in right now and it was still under construction and he actually, honestly, it was kind of rose ceremony-esque. We walked in, (laughs) he got me to go because he's like, we have to pick paint colors. And I was like, I like really didn't want to do that.
2: And then I
0: go and we walk in and he like played our song and he had like flowers all over the floor and he proposed to me. Honestly, like I have to dig up a photo. I said back in the day when it happened i said it was like a rose ceremony it wasn't he didn't that really feels like yet. the same as nick I, I, it was I, okay whatever, whatever. <laughs> that, that actually is a really good one <laughs> That he proposed in like a circle okay yes no i'm not saying mine wasn't great i'm just saying like i am yeah. very far removed from that moment in my life and natalie is mm. living it right now so watching the video i was like Damn, like, that's so cool. She's so lucky. That's so great. So if you didn't keep up with what Nick and Natalie's engagement was, there is a lot of details, actually. So Nick and Natalie went out to dinner with Victoria and Greg, who were in on this secret proposal. Mm-hmm. Nick, like, stages an entire event. He tells Natalie that they're going to, like, some screening of a Tom Hanks movie. Even So he wanted to make sure Natalie was, like, dressed up. Because I even actually thought, I was like, girl, this is what you go out in, like, to dinner. She's wearing, mm-hmm. like, a fucking ball gown. She's glammed. Her hair looks amazing. Yeah, she looks she beautiful. Looks, she looks like she's going to, like, the Oscars. And he had his publicist draft up a flyer in order to make sure that all happened. Like, it said, like, black tie, uh, whatever you say. In, yeah, cocktail
1: attire. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which And he knew details. that she would probably hire glam for the event exactly. because he had said in a podcast that like sometimes she does that if they're going to like a high profile thing and if you're meeting Tom Hanks, you got to get glammed, you know? Right. Even though they yeah. didn't meet Tom Hanks, but that's what she thought they were going
0: to do. So really funny because so he proposes essentially in like a theater slash movie theater, but she walks into the movie theater and it's all candles, and Nick is on the screen. It's a video of Nick, and Nick's not there. I first thought, I was like, well, wait, why did she walk into this theater alone? Where's Greg, Victoria, and Nick? How did she walk Mm -hmm. in by herself? But Nick actually explained on his podcast that he hired a like a fake security guard or a real security (laughs) guard, I don't know, but the security guard lies and says Oh because it's Tom Hanks, we're only allowing one person to go into the theater at a time. And I was like, "Dude, the um, the attention to detail in this proposal." I was like, "Shit." Yeah, I saw that too, but I'm like, "Well, what? In what scenario would you have to go
1: in one at a time? Like how would
0: When Tom Hanks is in there. Yeah, but, like...
1: You've never met Tom Hanks. That is true. I have never met Tom Hanks. But, like, what? They're keeping everyone outside and they just, like, let everyone walk in one by one? Like, there's no... Like, was there a security checkpoint? Like, it doesn't really make
0: sense, but I appreciate the effort. You know what I mean? I wish there were more, like, actors that he hired. Like, I would be the girl to say, like, hey, you're not allowed to have coats. Let me take your coat, Natalie. Like, let me fix your hair real quick before you go in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It would be cool if they hired more people. Yeah, I don't I don't know the logistics of the security, but the fact that he even thought... because I mean, when she walked in, I thought it. I was like, well, wouldn't she turn around and be like, where's Nick? Where's all the people I was mm-hmm. just with? Because she walks in, and there's, like, flowers all over the floor, which I know I just said was the case with mine, but I'm comparing it to my proposal, which... Mine was great, too. I think it's cool that, like, Nick was on the screen. So Nick proposes to her in a video. He's not actually in front of her, and mm-hmm. he... I don't know. He breaks down crying. He credits her for, like, sticking through their beginning because I don't know how many people know the beginning of their relationship, but, like, you listened to a whole thing on it, right? Wasn't Yeah, it, like, I mean, it was very, like, weird.
1: well, it was very much a situationship. Like, they were kind of, like, hooking up, and Natalie was always like, I want more of this relationship, and Nick was like, mm, nope, all right, you're not okay with this? Like, bye. And they would, like, break up, and they would mm-hmm. come back together, and... And eventually she just put up a boundary and was like, okay, well, I like you. So if you're not going to date me, like I'm going to go date other people, like bye. And then he finally like came around. But this was over the course of like a year and a half, almost two years. Not many people would have stuck around. I think a lot of people would have been like, okay, if he wanted to, he would. Move on. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Um, So it gives her a lot of credit. Yeah.
0: She is the exception, not the rule. So you guys do not compare your situationship to Nick and Natalie because they are not the rule. Right.
1: Normally, if a guy says he doesn't want to date you, you need to believe him. He doesn't want to date, date you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'm yeah. really happy for them. I really think because Nick was single for so long, the f- like... For him to get into a relationship was a big deal too, and that's also how I was like, oh no, he's
0: like serious about this person, mm-hmm. you know. I also think we have a, a fun fact. Uh, his nickname for her is Chicken, so I think it's only fair that we call her like Chicken Little. Do you know what Chicken Little is? Yes. Oh my God! You, you literally don't. think I'm like two <laughs> years old?
1: Like I'm not. That You're much basically than you. Natalie.
0: Um. Yeah. I'll take that as a compliment, honestly. She walks into the theater and he's like, hey chicken, by now you probably realize what's going on. And like, that's just like such a fucking cool moment. Then they get, get, Mm -hmm. oh, he goes like, so he he says how much he loves her in the video and then he's like, turn to the stairs. And then he's like walking down the stairs and then he proposes. It's so beautiful. Honestly, I couldn't even really watch it all because I was like,
1: oh my God, it
0: was a lot. I was like, oh my God, like, why do I feel this way? Who am I to stand in the way of love? True That's love. That's true. True, so, true love. I will say, though, that the tons of DMs I got about this, everyone said, don't eat your words yet. It's just a ring. Because uh-huh. we've seen plenty of engagements come and go in Bachelor World. However, I think this one will stick, and we shouldn't be rooting for that it won't stick. I think you're right that Nick is an immature... 42 and she is a mature 24. So I do think they balance each other out.
1: I will say though that um, as much as the videos were so beautiful and they had beautiful photos and it all looked very beautiful. I couldn't help but in the back of my mind be like a lot of effort is going into showing other people how you be- I'm sure it was a beautiful moment quote unquote beautiful it is versus like them having a beautiful moment for them too. So then it leads me to wonder sometimes, like how much of this is for social media and for engagement versus like a beautiful loving moment between you two. Like I think in your gorgeous engagement, I don't think your husband was hiring a videographer and was like, this is gonna kill on Instagram, you know?
0: You know, he wasn't. But I
1: know that was a conversation they had. You know what I mean? Like Nick knew well, this yes. and he talked about it on his podcast. It's getting engagement there. It's probably a lot of engagement on Their conjoined post. A lot is going into like showing other people how beautiful and romantic it was too. And that always makes me like question a little bit. Even though I do think they are really in love.
0: I don't even think it's all for engagement. Pun intended. Mm -hmm. Because we're talking about an engagement. I think it's for like... I think people like to... And I've seen this comment on social media. I don't think you're alone in observing that. Mm -hmm. But that... I think people like to live to make not other people jealous, but like they like to live a life on social media that looks desirable. Of and course. I think they had a beautiful engagement, but I but I when Nick said on his podcast, it was very important for Natalie that it was documented in a yeah. beautiful way. Do I blame her for that? No, I think that's fucking awesome. But it makes me think that like, yes, there is a social media element here that you want people to be. maybe like me looking at it like oh my god that's so cool
1: no totally because no. I don't know if I would think about my own engagement if it would make the top five
0: list of it being documented in a beautiful way honestly <laughs> yeah. if you I had I like mean? my list of things yeah that I wanted about my engagement I don't know if like I need to have a proof so I could post on the gram right exactly
1: I top. think like that's nice and one day I probably will but like I don't think that would be top of my list as far as things that are important in that.
0: Well, maybe you and Chicken Little don't have as much in common as you think
1: <laughs> We don't. I'm horrible at Instagram.
0: I really need to like step it up. I'll try. 2023. 2023. That's your year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just for those of you who don't know, after the engagement or after the proposal, he then had a planned party at their do they live in a house or an apartment or I think they, I they live in a house. Know. I think Nick has a house. But it's a gorgeous house it is really nice tiles. like chris jenner-esque i'm like where the fuck do you live he lives they in venice in beach and... and it's beautiful it's a beautiful house I, is just... that... I don't know where venice beach is in la la okay uh, so they walk in the house and natalie collapses to the floor because everyone that she's ever met since she was a child like two years ago um Was there. They flew in. All Mm -hmm. of Bachelor Nation was there. Ashley was there, who we had just talked with for our interview. And I was like, girl. She's a good friend. She's not, (laughs) like, going to blow Nick's cover. Yeah, so everyone knew about it. I was actually surprised to see Demi because I thought for a while, like, are they still friends? Remember when they were besties, but Demi was there? Mm-hmm. a lot of people flew in like her family and friends and they had a whole engagement party night centered around this girl it was just like yeah it was who beautiful doesn't want that? Who she, she might as well have been wearing a freaking crown like what a great night
1: i know also
0: speaking of Nick's
1: house, I always notice how cool it is because it's like he has indoor outdoor living. Like his living room has windows that like then open up to his backyard where he has a hot tub. And I think he has a TV in his backyard so he can watch TV in
0: the hot tub. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that is very very cool. All right. And that's that. On that. So yeah, okay, I've just about finished this crow and I'm full. So, uh, moving on? Yeah, put the leftovers in the fridge.
1: Take them <laughs> okay, out another for next time. time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you guys know the Clickbait podcast. I don't know who listens to it from our thoughts, but Clickbait, the other Bachelor podcast. Well, not the other, like we're the other, but um, one of the mainstream Bachelor podcasts. Natasha teased that she had some big news, and I knew it was going to be something pretty minuscule because it's Clickbait, and that's what they do. But turns out, Natasha is leaving Clickbait, leaving Grocery Store Joe as the cheese who stands alone as the host, because Tia is on maternity leave. So did she, Why well, have so many questions. One, did she say why?
1: And then two, who is taking her place? Or is it literally just Grocery Store Joe's podcast now? Like, have they announced a replacement? No, or? no, no. Natasha
2: is leaving Clickbait. This is her last episode. Uh, I will let you take it. Take it from here. Ah, uh, okay, Joe. Yes. This is my last episode um, of clickbait, and it is so bittersweet. Um, I have really enjoyed doing this podcast with you specifically, um, and of That's course, Tia. thank
0: you. <laughs> likewise, likewise, though.
2: Um, it's it's great, and you know, I think you find yourself or at least, I don't know about you, but me, I find myself looking forward to these weeks. It's like, oh, I get to catch up with my friends. Like, it's great. Um, But I love podcasting, and I want to continue my podcast journey um, in a different way. I think clickbait and Wondery is amazing, and we've had such great times, and the producers who help us on this uh, podcast and everyone who's on this podcast is so amazing. But just... I'm not even going to get all into the the, the the who, what, where's, and why's, but there were recently in the last six months, I've just seen some different things happening in this franchise that for me to be this love and light that I try to put out into the world, I'm like, I, I, that's all I want to do. That's all I want to be. And sometimes it's being a part of this franchise, it's hard to, to continue that and to be that. And,
1: Well, it's sounding like she's not just leaving clickbait. She wants to, like, leave being kind of associated with The Bachelor and continue her podcast journey elsewhere. So it has nothing to do with not wanting to be a podcast host.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's very interesting. And the first thing that came to my mind was you could be a podcast host on clickbait where you're told what to say. You're very much, like, have to stay within a certain box and you can't actually maybe speak how you really feel. Or you can go do a podcast elsewhere and have... Freedom, And I think that's probably what she's going to do. But it doesn't seem like she's yeah. going to do a Bachelor podcast. Maybe she'll do a no. podcast it, on something else.
1: Yeah, so curious, to I guess, to see what that is. But yeah, it sounds like she's pretty over the franchise. And what is going to happen to clickbait the podcast? Honestly, not to be negative, they should just call it. Like, it is not a good podcast and i don't think it ever was and they just have all these rotating hosts you can't like get into it uh
3: yeah I, I
0: just like too many cooks like why do we need bachelor happy hour and Clickbait? it's kind of one in the same they have a lot of the same guests i mm-hmm. don't it's they're very similar why is there two i mean is it just that maybe they're so successful that abc is like let's double they another? i mean that's probably it but i think at this point mm-hmm. if you don't have like set hosts that stick around why are we tuning in
1: especially because they because they're like a franchise associated podcast like yeah they'll tell you some of the news but they don't really have any particularly hot takes to go with it you know what Mm -hmm. I mean because they they can't have a strong
0: opinion on it so it's just like why I can google Mm -hmm. this well moving on speaking of strong opinions Ari and Lauren who we haven't really talked a ton about on this podcast mm-hmm. they have a really adorable youtube channel and they did a q a youtube video and someone flat out asked them like do you hate bachelor nation so this is what they said to that question
2: no we don't hate bachelor nation we don't really watch the bachelor anymore i would say we're very far removed from it now yeah and interestingly enough you know there's only three bachelors that are still with somebody from their season and it's just interesting that they never reach out. And I don't really think it's about that. I mean it's just funny that wouldn't they want to celebrate some success instead of always having some drama. I will say that it doesn't seem like they really care too much about the success of the couples anymore. It yeah. seems like it's way more about the drama and controversy. Yeah but if I want to watch drama and like sensationalism or watch like FBoy Island or like another just like random like love island or something yeah I feel like they need to bring the romance back and maybe this season they won't
1: I agree with them I think that's I think that's why we're seeing what we're seeing with the show that like they're leaning into this like messy reality-ness but there are so many other reality shows that do it better and they really should lean in more to their people and like respecting the couples it is we haven't had a couple don't... come out of this show in so long
0: when was the last one is it now Peter and Kelly does that count? No.
1: I guess that counts, technically. Um, yeah, I guess that was the last one, just off the top of my head. It's unfortunate. I don't yeah, I don't really know why they don't ask Ari and Lauren to come back and like host a date or something. Cause
0: I do consider them a bachelor's success. Yeah. They've been Meanwhile, together for years. Victoria Fuller is coming back to host a date. Yeah. I feel like they bring back people that are that they think are gonna bring ratings that are gonna stir up the most chatter like Mm -hmm. i think they're not dumb putting victoria fuller in the trailer you get the people that maybe don't really know what's going on behind the scenes and they're like victoria's on zach's season like no guys come on yeah let's use our context clues here but yeah i mean it makes me sad to see that they're they're distanced from the franchise as well because well for selfish reasons i would have loved to have lauren at least on the podcast that Mm -hmm. i've reached out before so it doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. Oh, I would love to have them on, you know. both of them,
1: like as a little couple interview. Wouldn't that be cute? Let's manifest it.
0: I mean, we can, but like they're distancing themselves.
1: Are they distancing
0: themselves
1: like on purpose or just because they feel like the franchise doesn't reach out? Based on that, it seems like they'd kind of be down to like go and host a date and stuff. Like they're wondering why no one reaches out to them. So they're like, mm-hmm. all right,
0: well... On a much smaller scale, Holly Durst and Blake Julian, so Holly who's been on the show before, Mm -hmm. she and Blake met and got engaged on Bachelor Pad, and then they were like, never, ever, even back then, a couple that they would bring back, reference, and they're just like, Holly said before, why? Like, I don't don't really get it. Like, we're literally, we're actually a success from your show. Like, they met, fell in love, and they got engaged after the season, but it was aired on the show and it was the whole thing on the actual show. It's weird. But then they highlight, like, they've highlighted in the past, like, Caitlin and Jason, who's not from mm-hmm. the show. So it's weird who they pick and choose, like, I don't know.
1: Well, and maybe those are just the people that, like, play the game a little bit more and, like, maintain their relationships with production. Like, remember what Ashley was, like, Ashley and Jared are a good example of people they bring on all the time. Um mm-hmm. And Ashley was saying, like, yeah, we don't negotiate. We're just grateful. We try to, like, be very cooperative because if you're business savvy, like, the money comes after you just, like, are trying to make, like, get that opportunity to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, those are the people they go with. Yeah. And I can see Caitlyn having the same approach. And Victoria Fuller,
0: honestly. All things yeah, considered, honestly, yeah, she's a good influencer. It's a smart business mindset to think, like, it doesn't actually – matter what matters is that like with the bachelor comes this massive exposure and in the long mm-hmm. run that's gonna tr- like translate to yeah more success interesting all right well moving on did i tell you i was literally paying for a subscription that my son accidentally signed up for with a remote and i didn't even realize i told you that last week i think right yeah no
1: you s- told me but i'm still not over it because that's just <laughs> it's so crazy that like he can just press a button and then like oh we're swiping your credit card like how totally i was like
0: thank you charlie but i don't even know what sling tv is and now (laughs) we've been paying for it for like three months but apparently i'm not alone so over 80 percent of people have subscriptions that they forget about like streaming services that you bought to watch one show or a free trial that you forgot to cancel or a crazy toddler that is just signing up for things (laughs) that they don't even realize
1: Yes, so Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want or use. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as the click of a button, too, which is also super clutch. So you simply find a subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will go cancel for you. So you I don't can. have to have.
0: this <laughs> genius. What?
1: No, that's it really is because truly like they never make canceling these things easy. Like you go to your account and the cancel button is like hidden so tiny in the corner over there or there is no cancel button and they make you literally call and be on hold for several minutes before you can even talk to a human to do it. So it's really just so amazing. Um, No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Truly game
0: changer. And thanks to Rocket Money, I was able to cancel Sling TV, sorry Charlie, and save myself a lot of wasted money. In fact, over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, and it's saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com allbatch. That's rocketmoney.com allbatch. rocketmoney.com allbatch. Oh, so you know how we've had bachelor encounters about people who say that Tyler Cameron smells amazing? Do you remember those? Yes, obviously. Yes. I mean, I'm dying to get a whiff of the Greek god himself, <laughs> but I'm I'm kind of convinced that he he must be using Loom. Don't you think? Yeah, he must
1: be. I mean, one day, I think we will have the privilege to smell Tyler Cameron. But in the meantime, I will just sniff my Loom deodorant stick and (laughs) imagine that that's me smelling him. Because I'm sure it's, like, probably the same thing. And Loom does smell so good. Loom is a whole body deodorant for pits, privates, and beyond. And it's clinically proven to block odor all day and controls
0: odor for 72 hours. And that's perfect for Tyler, too. So, like, before he goes out and meets a fan or, like, meets fans, goes to, like, a meet and greet he could just like loom Mm -hmm. himself up and it doesn't matter if he ends up having like an all-nighter or two or three because he'll still be fresh and that must be his secret that's why when people run into him and he smells phenomenal that's why we're not saying this literally though (laughs) we're just picturing it you know picture it We're just wishful
1: thinking. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm just hoping that he smells like Loom because Loom really does smell (laughs) so it really does. So Loom was created by an OBGYN who saw way too many women being over-treated with antibiotics that they didn't need for external day-to-day odor. And what she discovered is that the vagina is not to blame for odor below the belt, and external odor
0: needs an external solution. So she created loom. And this is all about like telling all, but when I was pregnant, I had an antibiotic that was prescribed to me. Is that TMI? I don't know. So we know. Know that tyler cameron is a feminist so like the fact that this was created by an OBGYN, it, it just makes me even more convinced that he must must be using Loom.
1: Yes, Tyler Cameron is supporting women up in here. Um I absolutely love Loom's starter pack which lets you build a custom bundle of their best-selling products and customize all the scents. So it comes with a full-size stick deodorant, a cream deodorant tube, and two free products of your choice like the acidified body wash or their wipes which are so great and you can just keep them in your purse. Amazing. You can also use loom products on your pits, your under boobs, your thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet. Literally
0: put it all over your body and smell amazing. Yeah, for 72 hours. Like you. Just mm-hmm. go out with Tyler on a bender and you'll be totally fine. Yeah, exactly. The next morning, you will be fresh as a daisy. Seriously. It is so easy to use, guys. I mean, the sticks go on like regular deodorant and they work on private parts too, as we said. Pretty much anywhere you shave or wax. So for the cream in the tube, take a pea size amount, apply it to the desired area, just like lotion. And not only is Loom effective, it's seriously safe and pH optimized to safely protect our pH and control odor.
1: Yes. And with over 150 150- Thousand star reviews. We are absolutely confident you guys are going to love Loom. So get over 40% off your starter pack bundle with code She'sAllBatch at LoomDeodorant.com. That is She'sAllBatch at LoomDeodorant.com to save big, smell better naked with Loom.
0: We're going to kick off Bachelor encounters. you guys know, that's when you submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about it on air. It's a good time, don't you think? I do think, actually. It is a good time. It is a good time, I think. Yeah. Okay.
1: I don't think. I know. I know it's a good
0: time. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, This one just slid into the DMs just this week, and I told the submitter that, she got in just in time so just in the nick of time we got this encounter about chase mcnary my friends and i saw chase mcnary who i am obsessed with and his girlfriend and a group of friends in arizona at a rodeo they walked in right behind us and i turned around and second glanced when i saw them i started fangirling and we spent the whole rodeo deciding on how we were going to interact with them during an intermission we decided to buy them all all seven of them a bud light since chase is sponsored by them chase is sponsored by bud light so then he probably gets them free though no unrelated details okay uh (laughs) we brought them the bud light accidentally dropping one right in front of him embarrassing (gasps) He was so nice and appreciative of the beer. He said no one had ever done that before. We got a picture with Uh him and and he reposted it to his story. I just about died inside. The best night of my life. The best night of your life when you dropped a beer in front of Chase McNary. I love it. How was that the best night of your life? That's what I have to (laughs) say. Maybe it is. Maybe (laughs) she loves beer. And rodeos. And
1: Chase McNary. And rodeos. I've never been to a rodeo. Don't you think it would be fun? Yeah, let's go. I actually would love to go. F- Fox Fest
0: okay.
1: too. Okay. We'll be there. At the rodeo? Oh my god. That would be so funny. Bud Light, sponsor us. But you can't drop any yeah. in front of and us. And the rodeo,
0: sponsor us. Yeah. And Chase McNary, sponsor us. <laughs> exactly. Okay, this next one is about Mike Johnson. Ooh. This person writes, I know y'all love stories about Jared and Af- Ashley's coffee shop. My little sister lives in Rhode Island and went to a watch party there to see Mike Johnson. She got a pick with him, and she was in her nursing scrubs because she had to go straight to work at a hospital after. He asked about that and seemed very <laughs> impressed slash grateful that she was a nurse. He said he would find her later so she could FaceTime me, and I could say hi. Oh, oh, sorry. This is the sister. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait. The sister, gonna... yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay. He said he would find her later so she could FaceTime me, the sister who submitted the batch one counter, and I could say hi but then she had to run to work and the place was apparently so packed and I, they didn't get to do this FaceTime. I don't think she got to meet Ashley and Jared, but she said the coffee shop was super cute. We could vouch we went there. It is super cute. Definitely go if it you're is. in the area. We also met Mike Johnson, also super cute. Def 5 out of 5 recommend. Uh, well, we had him on the podcast. Yeah, we met him.
1: We didn't physically fiz- we didn't see him in person.
0: No, yeah, I didn't oh, get to touch him,
1: but... Or smell. I feel like he was another thing. one who would smell good. He definitely smells good. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: I do wonder when Ashley and Jared have people like Mike, they've had Nick, they've had other... Ben come yeah. to like host a watch party. One... Do they fly them in? Do they pay them? Like, what's the, is it, like, more of a business mentality of, like, I'll go because in the long run it's good to, like, meet fans? Or is it, like, because, I mean, he had to go and probably sleep over. He doesn't live in Rhode Island. How, what's the logistics? Yeah. Of? I think it's more, like, the the people that go to visit Audrey's are
1: their friends doing them a favor, knowing that it's beneficial to Audrey's, and then they know it's beneficial for them to be at Audrey's and meet fans and all that stuff. Because I just Mm -hmm. can't see them being able to put all these people up and fly people in. with. I mean, not that Audrey's is, like, not doing well.
0: Yeah, but... Well, I would think Audrey's is doing... I mean, I... Okay. When when Nick did it, he did a book signing there. So it's kind of like, we're all benefiting here. People are coming. They buy my book. They take a picture with me. They come and get a latte from Jared. Everyone wins. These watch parties, though, I don't know if you've seen on Instagram, Jared has, like, shared videos it's packed mm-hmm. it's definitely above yeah. the um fire limit what's the you know like the amount <laughs> yeah the what's capacity it? yeah they're the at they're they're, yeah. they're over capacity like if i called the cops they would probably get in trouble
1: oh yeah so don't do that definitely. don't call the cops i'm <laughs> not gonna them call the far cops, away
0: but i am concerned about um, you um know, so yeah maybe the they
1: do stuff. fly them in maybe they're like it's a like the cost of bringing a mike johnson in is, is worth, worth
0: it all yeah. the sales well, because I mean if every single person if they if their max capacity yeah if their max capacity is like 496 persons which is what like the sign would say if that's 496 mm-hmm. lattes what kind of money are we pulling in are you doing the math are you well let's let's yeah let's pretend the lattes five dollars. Which we know they're more than that. That's not, as, that's not as much as I thought it was gonna be. It's like twenty four hundred dollars. Okay, that's just if they got a latte though, and you're underselling the lattes. We know that's that true. The, These days lattes are like nine dollars. Right, yeah. and when it's made by Jared and it's the most dramatic mocha ever, they're probably like eight dollars. Then you're gonna get a mini muffin. Also wait, you you no, 4, they do um alcohol. And it's a watch party. It's oh, at true. night. They're not getting lattes, they're getting fucking mimosas and drinks. It's like a bar. Yeah,
1: but remember the the mimosas were five dollars at Audrey's, which is a great deal. That's a great deal, but probably not a good. I, I, they I probably don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they. I'm sure they have it covered. Like we're not coffee shop owners. I don't know the business and the math of how much it costs for ingredients and in your rent. Mm-hmm. But
0: I'm they do clearly. Yeah. So. Interesting, but good to know that Mike Johnson was so nice to you. Such a bummer that he didn't get to Facetime you. But really cool that your sister got to meet him and that she's a nurse yeah that's great so cute okay moving on imagine sleeping at your favorite hotel every single night that's exactly what slipping into Etitude's clean bamboo sheets feel like every single night when we say it's the most comfortable fabric we mean it so much so that I literally bought a second set of sheets because after getting used to Etitude I seriously could not go back to my regular sheets on laundry day it's like once you get the best you can't go back
1: no, you absolutely can't go back. I've been loving mine as well. Etitude's sustainable bedding is made from the world's first non toxic bamboo fabric. So you can rest easy knowing that your bedding is free from harmful chemicals and it's better for the planet. So it's truly a win win, like super, super comfortable and it's also eco friendly. And right now, Etitude is offering She's All Batch listeners $25 off their first bedding order with the code She's All Batch.
0: So why are we so obsessed with attitude? Well, for me, the comfort level couldn't be matched. And that's super important, obviously, when you're talking about sleep. Attitude wants you to feel your most rested and energized self, and you only get that with good quality sleep. Slipping into these light buttery sheets is like the shortcut to true beauty sleep. They're gentle on all hair and skin types and they're hypoallergenic so you never wake up from irritations or allergens ever again.
1: Yes, and also the biggest factor for me is they also keep you cool while sleeping because I tend to run hot in the middle of the night. I'm always sweating, I'm always sleeping with the AC on and their clean bamboo sheets have been performance tested against competitors to be more effective at keeping your optimal comfort level and body temperature throughout the
0: night. So that means you will experience quality sleep. And don't forget you can get $25 off your bedding order for a limited time, guys, when you visit Etitude.com slash She's All Batch. That's ettitud dot com slash She's All Batch. The Etitude team is so sure you'll love their new sheets. You could try them out for 30 days risk-free and return them if you're not in love. No questions asked. Again, that's Etitude.com slash She's All Batch. Happy sleeping.
1: Okay, so obviously, before you check out a new restaurant in town, you always check the reviews online. So honestly, why isn't it the same with doctors? On ZocDoc, finding the doctor that's right for you is a seamless process. And the quality care you need is just a few taps away in the ZocDoc app. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, they take your insurance, and they're available when you need them, and they treat almost every condition under the sun.
0: No more Dr. Verlet or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you just haven't met yet. Using the free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Also, you can book an appointment with a few taps in their app. No more waiting on hold for 30 minutes, which is such a game changer for me. I can't tell you how many times I've opted to just not go to the doctor to avoid literally sitting on hold or dealing Mm. with a rude receptionist. So the fact that you can book it through this app, done. Sold. So go to
1: ZocDoc.com slash all batch and you can download the ZocDoc app for free and then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available literally within 24 hours, which is also amazing too, because who wants to wait several weeks before they can see a doctor for something that's like an issue now? It's like, all right, well, we Little need bit. to we need to do this now. Let's go. Yeah. So that's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com. ZocDoc.com slash all All This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. So getting started with therapy has actually never been easier. With BetterHelp, making professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient, that's their number one goal. So anyone who struggles with life's challenges can get help anytime, anywhere. And let's face it, I think we can all benefit from talking to someone. So I think you should just give BetterHelp a try. It doesn't
0: hurt. As you guys know, I'm a stay at home mom, so going to meet a therapist at some office isn't really an option for me. But with BetterHelp, I can log on to my therapy session and meet with my therapist in the comfort of my own home on my own schedule. It's also so easy to cancel or reschedule if something comes up last minute with my son, so convenience is key for me. And that's really been helping here.
1: Absolutely. And I think finding the right therapist can just be so overwhelming if you don't know where to start, which is why a lot of people just give up and they don't start. And so with BetterHelp, that they take all the stress away. So you just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So no awkward conversation with said therapist being like, mm, "I don't like By that. The this. Way, isn't working out." I don't actually you can just like p- <laughs> you. Yeah, you can just click, 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 and then you can switch. It's perfect.
0: I know. It's kind of like what if you're, like, dating and you no longer want to date someone. Imagine if there was a app or, like, a portal <laughs> where you could just click, like, no, I'm no longer interested. And then, like, they get the message, but you don't have to, have to deliver the awkward news. That's what better help That out would be amazing. Yes. And, like, I also, I did this. I, I... Didn't um, connect as much with my first therapist, so then I did the switcheroo. And I was like, oh, I never have to see that person again. Oh, that's easy. And then I had a new person who I loved. Mm -hmm. So that's great. super easy and not awkward. BetterHelp is really taking all the stress out of it for you. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash She's All Batch today, and that will get you 10% off your first entire month of services. So that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash she's all batch betterhelp.com slash she's all batch okay so moving on as you could see from the episode title we have tenley here if you tuned into the episode a couple of weeks ago with Joshua, you know that there were some accusations made about Tenley and he didn't have the nicest things to say. Tenley wanted to defend herself against these accusations. So here's our
1: conversation with Tenley. It kind of jumps right in because we did a little catch up chit chat beforehand. Um, so enjoy.
0: I put in our Facebook group. We have a She's All Batch Facebook group. And after you and I spoke, I said, like, update. Tenley wants to come on and share her side of the story. And it was, like, the most liked post in our group in, like, a really long time. But people really want to hear what you have to say. And I think it'd be really eye-opening. I threw it out to Joshua. I was like, do you want to come on? And, like, we could talk this out. <laughs> You're like, no. Okay. So, we won't. obviously, he's not. All right, Joshua, don't come in. No, okay. <laughs> don't come here. in.
3: No, you know what's funny my sister actually she lives near him now. And that was kind of one of the things oh, that's like, funny eh, that I that they and I all we'll talk about this but one thing I should say like and I'll talk about it too is I remember Alan telling me that people were not going to like me for what I was choosing to do in the finale. We'll we'll talk about. It. Wait, okay, let's, let's get let's into, get into it it yeah. yeah, let's start
1: cuz
0: I'm like <laughs> wait, what? Okay, guys, we have back by popular demand. Tenley. (laughs) we are so excited to hear from you because if you guys have tuned in a couple weeks ago, we had Joshua Albers, who Tenley dated in Paradise, and Joshua didn't really have the nicest things to say. Like, he doesn't really, it doesn't seem like he looks back on your relationship too fondly. So, Turns out, as predicted, Tenley is a listener of the podcast, and she texted me the night that the podcast came out. And Tenley, how did you feel? Because I did not give you a heads up that this was coming. So how did you feel as you're listening to She's All Batch?
3: I was actually really excited to listen to his interview because I was like, oh, I wonder, you know, I wonder how he looks back at that whole experience and everything. And a lot of what i was hearing was so surprised by his reflection but now i mean i can't wait to talk to you guys about it because now i can see what he where he could have felt those things and stuff and i definitely have my own side of all of how that went down but i was i was so surprised but um initially very excited and it's so funny cuz i think i texted you right when you're like joshua she listens to this mm-hmm. podcast i'm mm-hmm. sure i'm going to hear from her or something like that and i was like ah. I beat you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you texted me before I I even said it. Right. I was like, Oh, just heard that part.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's too funny. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) I thought, I thought it was funny in the interview too. When I said that to him, he didn't like backpedal at all. Like he was like, well, she's going to hear about this. And then like went into another story and
3: yeah, which totally fine because, uh, I do remember that time and thinking through other people, people like he had mentioned, Julia, people sharing um, with me kind of his feelings. And um, I don't even know how to get into it, but maybe just even after when we had gone home and stuff um, and I had decided I'm just going to start there. (laughs) I'm like, where do I even begin? Maybe you can help me. But We we can help you structure this, like going back. It's all good. When I got, when I left, when I had made the decision to break up with him, um, I had realized like, he's not somebody I, I was on a different dating level with him than like Jaden Tanner were on a dating level. They were in it. Like they knew they were each other's people. I felt like I was going out on, you know, three to four dates with Joshua. And I actually struggled a lot. And I believe I shared with you guys the last time I podcasted with you that I had even gone to see the shrink because I had producers telling me to keep Michael Garful, Garful, um, careful, but he's such a wonderful guy and he is, but I was like, he's not for me. Like, you know, how you just know, like wonderful guy, handsome guy funny guy not mine. Um and then JJ and I had just like become which is so funny cuz the Joshua and JJ they really did not like each other. Mm-hmm. JJ and I were like really good friends and I just wanted to help him redeem everything and um just loved hanging out with him but there wasn't that romantic connection. But then Joshua came along and I felt like oh he and I might actually be more most aligned in like faith and um just mainly that. And that was one of my core things is that I wanted to pursue something um on a true relationship path that shared that value with me. That was that that was my like number one thing in dating somebody. And so when he came in, I really struggled with my my feelings that I spent like a whole half day with the um uh what's her name, but she was our therapist or whatever you want to call her. And I'd known her since way back when I had done um, even Jake's season. And anyways, I processed and processed and cried because I didn't want to hurt any of them. But I just felt like Josh was my best path to actually pursuing a relationship. And I know I surprised a lot of people. So I guess that's a good place to start because then now everything's kind of coming back to me from that like the whole drug thing and all the mm-hmm. guys looking out for me. But that's kind of my laying the ground of why I chose to pursue something with Joshua. I felt like um he was funny, he was nice and tall, he's a handsome guy and mm-hmm. but most first and foremost, I said goodbye to JJ and Michael because I thought we we share a faith that just christianity and he had a verse on his arm like it just made me feel safe and that was what i was looking for but at the end of the day and i'll just come to the close at the end of the day when i left paradise i knew that it wasn't going any further than that mm-hmm. um by the time that i had processed and spent time with him and we even had a fantasy suite not nothing happened type of thing. Um in, too intimate or anything. I just to clear the air for people oh, that are, God. curious. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't care, but I'm just, I know that there's other people that are like, but what did Tenley and Joshua do? So I'm just kind yeah. of trying to clear the air. Um, but even I just, I actually kind of, I just remember after that, um, that time alone away from all the cameras and everything, I actually started to feel Drawn back from him. I think that I just was realizing our personalities and stuff, and the way that we thought about things were even not enough aligned. Like we had that one thing, but I just felt like this isn't going any further than this. And as I sat on that, I started feeling so sad because I knew I was, you know, breaking something. And I don't want to say breaking his heart because I didn't know that it was that intense, but I knew I would be disappointing him by letting him go and that I was making that choice. Um, and, but I just felt like I was reverting. Like I was like, you know, when you're like, "Eh, I'm done dating that person. Um, and, and, and sometimes you just know that and that's why you stop dating somebody. So it was interesting to hear how he felt like I, um, played him, um, or used him. Uh, I, I. I actually watched the show now going, Oh, I see where I should have left with him. But that was the second season. And I was like, well, we're still having fun. Why not just stay? But, um, and then, uh, so when I did, when I was sit preparing say goodbye to him, when other people were getting engaged, like Jaden Tanner got engaged, we were so not on that level. Right. But when we got to that point, which probably shouldn't have been there, um, with how the show goes now or how they make it very clear that you should be done if you're not going to be like mm-hmm. dating in the future um or getting engaged i remember a telling me america's not going to like you or be very happy with you and he's like i'm not sure you can handle that um and i did not like the sound of that <laughs> um especially you. cuz i just used to like being america's sweetheart <laughs> yeah just
1: with clarification cute. he said he did it he, he said america wouldn't like you because
3: of ending things with joshua Yeah, typically, Uh like I remember him um, in my memory, by the way, like these are so many years ago. I have Mm -hmm. my husband who I am so in love with my two year old daughter, like my life does not like I love listening to you guys. I love listening to your guests because we all share such a unique experience that I'm like still, I don't know healing through the whole, not even healing. Cause it's always been such a wonderful experience for me, but I love hearing everybody else's experiences from the show. So that's why I love listening to you girls. And, but with Elon saying that I do remember going crap, like, I, but that's what I need to do. I don't, I mean, I had the option that I could have said, Hey, let's just date in the real world. But I knew that I was done. So I, I, Oh, he brought up, Brad Womack. That's what Elon brought up. Brad Womack and said, "Remember how he left without anybody?" Like, America does not like that, and I just remember. This is kind but, of bullshit. This is such well, bullshit that he did that just, to you, though.
0: Because just so people, you know, like Elon and I. Mean, I
3: Yeah. Alana and I go way back. I totally trusted him. And I, I knew also that he was producing a show, but I really did feel like he was protecting me. And the truth is people didn't like that. It was a very torn thing. The people who, oh, and you know, it didn't help because it was edited around me, um, really pressing on the fact that I didn't want to move there to Kuna, Idaho. Kuna? Yeah. My sister and her husband actually legit were looking at houses in Kuna about a year ago. Now they live outside of there. And I'm like, and now I go there, but haven't run run into into him. (laughs) But yeah, it's just such a, it all, everything he was saying were such interesting memories because I, my memory is just not that clear, like, like his, and it was such a, a, and I hate to, um, tear down what, what it was to Joshua or what anybody watching, um, imagined it was, but it was a smaller relationship for me on the scale of relationships. And, uh, so kind of even just going after that, like, I do remember him. We did talk one time and I missed him. I was like, you were my, you were my pal for like two weeks. Like, I think, or a week and a half or something like that. It's really not that long. So if you can get into that level of going, this is my person, you you can get there. But like I knew when I met my husband, like in a week and a half time, like I'm going to marry this guy. But like, you know, some people you're like, "Eh, I'm going to give it a shot, not getting there. And you know, and so it was emotional talking about outside of the show. And I could see how that could lead him on to thinking, Oh, she still wants to have a relationship with me. But I was really trying to close the door because in past relationships, if we didn't close the door, it became very confusing. Um, you know, for different reasons, one, just the other person being led on that you're still in it. I didn't want, I knew that we, I was moving forward. And, um, I do remember Julia telling me and somebody else, but uh Julia telling me that he was looking at houses down here and I completely shut down I was like no 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 he can't move here I'm 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 not into him like that anymore like I I've already moved like moved on like I had already um started flirting and talking to somebody else and that person was a part of the show too and had done that season Caitlin's season and he was even it was Ben Yeah, wait, hold on. When you said Ben, I thought for a second your husband's
0: name was Ben, and you were just calling him Ben. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So (laughs) you were talking to Ben Higgins, Mm -hmm. and that's why. I mean, you wanted to cut ties with Joshua anyway,
3: but yeah, it was already cut. Like it was already cut. But yeah, done. Ben was telling me like, "Hey, Joshua's texting me about you," and I was sitting next to Ben, but he's like, "Josh was texting me about you," and um. He still has a thing for you. Have you? Are you sure you've cut it off? And I'm like, yeah. Like, and and that was not to hurt Joshua. It was just that, yes, I have, I have made, I th- felt that I had done enough to be clear to him because I did not want to lead him on. Not in the, um, what's that like? Evil. Um, uh, there was, there was nothing. I didn't ever want to hurt him. I just knew we needed to draw the line. Oh, that's right. We saw each other again at the mentel all, which is when I met a lot of that cast and Ben and, um, and we, yeah. And I talked to Joshua and it was all polite and fine, but I just knew that I needed to keep my distance from him because I'm from, in the grapevine, I had heard that he was still interested and I, I just didn't want to lead him on. I, and that's the way I am. I'm, I'm a horrible person <laughs> in that sense of like, if, if I'm cutting something off, I'm just not going to play around with it. No, I think don't, that's healthy. Totally. And I think that you know. you're totally within your right to not see a future with
1: someone and want to move on. You know, it seems like a classic case of, you know, someone feeling more strongly
3: than someone else about a relationship, but that's not a crime. <laughs> like you're allowed. Thank you, thank you. Well, and you know, I've I've also after that kind of thought about it. Like, why is this? Like, I did, how come I didn't experience the level that he got to? I think Joshua is a great guy. I'm so glad he found the right woman for him, and he has beautiful children. And I'm so happy for him. He hadn't, as far as I understood, he hadn't had many really like long term relationships. Yeah, and so to me, like again he was a smaller relationship in some of the relationships that I had had. And I just knew that it was time to cut it off. So, um, but what I was going to say is even, uh, Ida like different, um, radio stations and stuff from his area that he was communicating with not, and I don't even know if this was on him, but they were reaching out saying, we'll give you a trip up here. If it's Idaho, we're going to show you how much you'll love it. And you know, um, I'm from Oregon. It's similar, different, but similar. And I live in San Diego for a reason. But at the same time, if my husband now was like, we have to move to Idaho, I would move with him. You move for love. And I just knew that was not so. But the storyline and how the editing went really focused on that being our deal breaker which is an easy deal breaker to focus on, especially cutting out all the other stuff that I like word vomited to him as we were breaking up. And so, um, yeah, I, I guess that kind of helps like draw some yeah. of the picture on my side. But- totally. I need to
0: jump in real quick. Cause I know the thoughts, our listeners are dying right now. What was the extent of the relationship with Ben? Oh,
3: I thought and then we'll that go that back was... to Joshua. <laughs> no, no. I think that that was an old news thing. And I've been very careful to talk about it because it's, you know, he's never really talked about it. And I understand why he was becoming the bachelor, but, uh, we Ooh. definitely flirted and talked on a daily basis. And I was hopeful that he would end up not being the bachelor so that we could continue to pursue something. Um, I felt pursued by him. I felt like we had a really good friendship but um that it was definitely borderline could be something else um but i from the very moment that we hung out and i was in colorado at my family cabins and he lived in near some of my family too so he had come to pick me up and take me to hang out and there were a couple other guys from their season jj uh ben zorn and his brother and um, a couple other people and some of Ben's friends that were going out that evening. And he had invited me to hang out with them. And that we had met, we had met prior at the mental all and there was a chemistry. And yeah, we chatted. And then he invited me picked me up. And the first thing he said to me in the car, and I hope he's okay with me sharing this, because I feel like this is very old news. I've talked about it briefly before, but it's been so many years that I don't think it matters anymore. It doesn't uh, matter, tell us. But I've also been yeah, married, married Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've always just wanted to respect him because he went on to go do that. But I think that we both have that respect of what was going on during that time. But the first thing he said to me when he picked me up was, hey, so I know that I'm kind of putting this out there that I'm, we might be pursuing something, but I also want you to know that I am up for being the bachelor. And I said, "I know. I've heard everybody talking about it. Like, and I'm excited for you." But then, yeah, we hung out. We continued to hang out for a little while and then uh came back to California and we just continued to talk and he continued to keep me a part of his journey and kind of telling me what was going on. And it was very much a back and forth thing in my mind, but I think that obviously he could only tell me so much or chose to tell me so much, but I knew that it was very much probably going to be Ben, but there was a ch- chance that it was not going to be Ben. And I think in a way, I don't know how many other, I I totally think that Ben's a wonderful guy. I don't think that he was necessarily playing me or like a ton of other women at that time. It was a very emotional thing. And I felt like we, we walked through it together. And then I am so grateful for, I learned a lot of things through Ben, even not being in like a full on relationship, but I think it opened up the doors in my eyes for exactly um, what my husband is and who my husband is. My husband is like, Sorry, Ben, but better than Ben. <laughs> but Ben had set a new standard. So for me. And I, I'm i so grateful for that because it became so, some of the characteristics and qualities that Ben had um became something I even added to that list. I had told you that one thing that was so important to me was sharing faith. And um, but Ben showed me some other things that I was like, I'm not going to settle. And then Taylor walked into my life. My husband Taylor walked into my life and I was like, oh, you have the whole package. So
0: was it ever thrown around that you could be the person? Well, because wasn't it Ben's season?
3: Becca came on. Becca came mm-hmm. on and yeah.
0: Amber came on. So yeah. was if, I bet if producers got wind of your thing, oh, well,
3: did they ask you? So I actually probably trusted a producer too much, but she was wonderful. She protected both Ben and I, but there were, I had a lot, I had like weird text messages um, from Alon and Pete I don't even, and they both don't even work on the show anymore. Um, during the time of Ben's season, like in the middle, and like, hey, what are you doing? And I, I think they were teasing me. I don't know, but uh, Ben had asked me, "Hey, you're not?" I know he, I can't remember if he asked me like in a, "Don't come on," or like he just said, "Will you be coming on my season?" And I said, "No, I actually, I, if you and I are going to hang out later after the show because it doesn't work out for you, then." You can pursue me then, but I don't want to pursue you. I said, I'm not going back on the show to pursue you. Um,
1: was so. this before or like after he like I really want to know what was the conversation like when he was like, Oh, I'm the bachelor, like I'm gonna right. go do, do that. And then
3: was that conversation of him asking you if you were coming like before or after or during that was after. So it months later, like a couple months, not months later, maybe two months later. I I feel like our friendship relationship, mm-hmm. um text relation phone call relationship friendship was probably i don't know how long that was july september but it was i i do remember where i was during that phone call where he actually because that one was actually really hurtful it was when he knew he was pretty sure he was like he was signing the contract and nick vial was like off the um table table. Mm -hmm. so and i do remember being emotional about it but um, but I also, yeah, I'm just so glad of how it all worked out, you guys. Of course, but <laughs> hold on. Can I ask one more Wait, question though? Of like, course.
1: so he, so he calls you. He says, "I'm gonna be the bachelor," so like, I'm gonna do that. Bye, and then later on is no like, bye. Hey, bye. He
3: continued to he like until it was the moment he went. Um, no, he. he he I kind of you know it's probably divulging too much but he went on the after paradise show to be announced officially Mm -hmm. that was that was probably the last time we actually communicated like intentionally and then I did see him after he filmed um bachelor and he was with Lauren but I didn't know anything um my dad and I had gone to a Broncos game um we were in Denver, and he was home, and kind of by that group of friends. And I had become friends with some of his friends, and I had decided not to continue those friendships. By the way, I thought that was probably healthier of me um, to not be in his space. But um, that December Broncos Broncos game, we ended up have like sitting to get next to each other at a meal, and I just wanted to respect wherever it ended. I figured he would tell me like, I'm not with anybody if he wasn't with anybody. And Mm -hmm. I just remember saying, are you good? And, um, it's like, yeah, I'm really good. And I took that for what it was. And then I remember, um, driving with my dad back to, uh, family members house where we were staying and crying and being like, okay, then I need to Mm -hmm. move on. So why didn't you go on his season though, then? Because I really didn't want to be, I didn't want to pursue him. I knew that if, if that if that was who I was supposed to be with like mm-hmm. it would just work out like and and well, that would be fair. part of our story. Yeah. I just when didn't ask wait. you that
0: though did he then say like like was an answer on your end could have been like do you want me to like I would love to know if he was it did go back and he,
3: forth and does did he want you to it, I, I remember him going you this. should no you shouldn't I feel like that was what we talked about. And then he was like, no, I totally respect that. I felt kind of conflicted about his response. If I remember all that correctly, again, I remember where I was mm-hmm. in that moment and I remember my emotions being like, Oh my gosh. Okay. He really is the bachelor. I'm mean, and, and just to give him some credit. He was always good at making sure that line was drawn. We're friends, but there was a lot of heart being like, it was, an emotional friendship and <laughs> of with yeah. an idea of something that could come afterwards. Hmm. That makes sense. Wow. Well, I was not expecting
1: this. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this has become a totally I, different conversation. I definitely feel like there
0: were people probably in like the depths of Reddit knew about this in some yes. capacity, but it definitely wasn't mainstream. I mean, we know a lot and I didn't know this. Mm-hmm.
3: So, so yeah. I'm I did pretty shocked. Uh, this. I did. Did do a um, interview with Steve, Reality Steve, a um, few, several years ago, actually. Maybe it was soon after I had met my husband, Taylor. Um, and I definitely, he he didn't dig a lot. Like, I feel like it's so long ago that, and you, you girls are girls that want to know the details. And mm-hmm. um, so I probably am sharing more than I've shared before, okay. well, but okay. I also have heard that some of... Um, the girls on Ben's cast. I feel like Olivia, Olivia, why is that name? Is that the oh, wrong name? Yeah, that she was, was on, on his season. Today. Yeah. It's like, uh, I feel like she had asked me a little bit about it too. And she was like, yeah, there were rumors of your name floating around during that season, but obviously like hmm. he and Lauren fell in love very quickly. And hmm. I, I wouldn't have had even like stood a chance next to those girls unless I was the one and I wasn't. Okay. It all worked out True. the way it was supposed yeah. to. But seriously, I'm very, 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 like I know not, not to, not for my husband's sake, but like, I think that Ben is pursuing a path that I was ready to back, back away from in a sense, a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: So no, that's mm-hmm. fair. Very even. Totally. Out.
3: Let's pivot back to the Joshua stuff.
0: <laughs> I want to. I think that the one thing people are most c- confused about is is this necklace that
3: he seems oh.
0: very, um, yeah. Upset about,
3: and so I. What still is your it. What is your
0: version? Well, just cliff notes for our listeners if they didn't listen to the Joshua one. Tenley's necklace broke. Joshua then drew up a photo of it, gave it to Jorge, gave his credit card to Jorge. Jorge went and ordered the necklace, got it remade, yada yada yada. Then after the show, you made a blog post about the necklace, and he felt slighted that you didn't mm-hmm. say. Joshua went through all this effort. You said, like, thanks to all the cast. He felt like she knew it was me. Why wouldn't she at least call me out for it?
3: Yeah. I I want to go read my blog, if I still have that blog post. He sent it to me. Is it is it like that? Does it say that? I didn't read it because
0: I was busy. But when I wrote him, and I
3: said, <laughs> you, "I said
0: um, I can grab it though. I can grab my DMs because I don't have." Wait, it. that's so funny. Please Wait, do a so dramatic I'm, reading of the blog post. I need to do right? it. <laughs> well, I'm. I'll pull. I'll grab it. Hold on. But I wrote him.
2: Which one? So the is episode it?
0: came out. I DM'd him and I was like, "Hey, just want to let you know, um, Tenley listened." And he goes, "Oh, what did she have to say?" And I said, <laughs> "She wants She wants to." Talk about it and 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 tell me you know what happened and he's I don't should I Joshua I love you too I'm just gonna say what you said and he said of of course she does that you want to yeah
3: of course I would but at the same time I told you I feel so embarrassed oh the cross necklace story it's actually a post and I'm wearing it right here okay so what's what did you say (laughs) um so here's the story and sadly Joshua never found my cross um. They, yes
0: he, he looked for it Josh, in the sand I, a
3: few drawings on napkin joshua and the rest of the cast members recreated my necklace they had gone to jorge our wonderful bartender carly found it in a bag blah blah, blah. the whole story that he told which i didn't even remember any of this i honestly didn't i remember that <laughs> i had to have see this is my original cross necklace back when i was on jake season oh that's funny i think you the, what he's referring to is you're like
0: joshua and the rest of the cast and he's like
3: he wanted it to just be i felt like everybody was a part of it and also maybe i honestly don't even remember mm-hmm. i do know that he went to great lengths and i do remember everybody being invested in it so maybe that's why i wrote and cast members but i could also have written i can see myself writing it to help like kind of cushion the whole thing so that Joshua didn't get led on by me talking about, it. I don't think I would have done that though. I feel like I just, it wasn't even, I, I feel like it wasn't even a big deal. I think I was just trying to tell a story as summed right. up as possible. Right. Like, how invested I felt like everybody was in caring for my lost necklace, but he, I absolutely gave him cred- credit. He like recreated it. He had Jorge get it, but I guess I wrote it wrong. I should have written five more sentences. Why don't you go update it right now? Edit it. <laughs> I don't even know my password for my blog anymore.
0: Another accusation he he made was that uh well what we kind of touched on this, but that like you used him to to get to the end so you would right. then catapult your uh influencer career post. My as he was saying it, I was like. Wasn't Tenley like a hot commodity, though? I feel like you could have stayed with anyone like Michael
3: or JJ. There were a lot of guys. You, if you if that was your purpose, huh. you could have stayed. Else, sure, sure. I, know, I in could another have gone way. a different I could have gone a different route. But honestly, um, something that I felt like I had shared with him when we were hanging out is that I was already doing that. I've been doing. um collaborations and affiliate marketing and brand partnerships since 2010 through Twitter and Facebook even um, when I first came off The Bachelor. And I didn't even maximize it as much as I probably should have back in the day. But there was still an outlet that I actually was creating um, some of my income from even way back then. So it wasn't a new thing for me. I absolutely, I do not want to deny that there was a boost at that time because that was a whole new audience. It had been several years, but that is not why I was doing it at all. And like I said, like I confessed earlier, now that I watch it and see that they really encourage couples to stay together only if they're getting engaged or planning on getting married, I really should have been gone from the beach long before. But I don't know that I understood that or they were enforcing that as much or what was going on. But I was still just there and getting to know him and thought that that was fine um and then at that last day when like when I said Alon said you know America's probably not gonna love you so much for breaking up with this guy and I don't think he was trying to get me to stay with Joshua in any way he was just giving me like a heads up and. I just knew that was where I had to end it. So I was not using him. I can see, I can absolutely see how that would come out. Um, I also did have a nutrition business. He said something about promoting nutritional things. I had a nutritional business. I, I see client or I currently still on maternity leave, but <laughs> two years later, um. but I do see clients one-on-one uh, nutrition clients, I'm a holistic nutritionist. And I also had a business called DIY cleanse and uh, absolutely promoted those things after that, because why wouldn't you?
2: I mean, yeah. I didn't, <laughs> and I
3: had never, I'd never like, uh, I, I don't even know what to say. Like that was just that why wouldn't I? (laughs) Like, I'm just going to be, I agree.
1: I didn't meet Joshua. Like only Stephanie did the interview. (sighs) And I, I totally am with you, Tunley. I don't think you have anything to apologize for. Explain away
3: who wouldn't take the brand deals. I would. (laughs) Yeah. So, and on, I'm so grateful. I mean, I've like, again, been doing it kind of for the most part since 2010. Um, it got me through nutrition school it, you know, and that was way before I did paradise. So I've hustled a little bit and I probably sold my soul in some of those teeny blend stuff back in the day, but we're all good now. We're just (laughs) focusing on the mommy stuff. But yeah, I was, I could see how he could feel that way. Absolutely. Just to give him some credit. I totally see that. But if you look at my history and also, yeah. Thank you, Jackie. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? (laughs)
0: Yeah. I'm assuming Joshua will listen to this to hear your yeah. side of the story. Can we what's your message to Joshua if he's listening right now?
3: Joshua, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy that you have a wonderful wife, that you guys are still living in your beloved Kuno, Idaho. I almost called it Washington. Um, and that you have beautiful children, healthy children. And I just hope life is good for you and there is nothing but uh respect and i am sorry if back in the day i i hurt you or was not as thorough or well-spoken as i should have been um and more considerate of your feelings as we were parting ways um and maybe we'll run into each other sometime when i'm visiting my sister up
2: in idaho oh
0: well thank Beautiful. you so much tenley you're obviously always welcome back on she's all batch thank you so much for coming on we love you and we will be in touch soon. Thanks, ladies. And that is our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, you know what to do. If you've already given five stars, then go get your grandma's phone and, and rate us five stars on her phone. Totally. Because you know everyone's grandma has an iPhone.
1: I, randomly, they all have iPhones and none of them know how to use them. They have like the little stylus to write things. Does your <laughs> grandma do that? Because mine does.
0: Um, No, I don't have any grandparents. Oh. But My mom is a grandma and... Uh, you better believe she rated She's All Batch five stars.
1: Well, and she probably knows how to use it. She's like a younger generation of
0: grandparents. Yes, but I had to show her how to rate five stars. She definitely didn't know.
1: Okay. Well, show all the elderly people in your life about Why, She's All if Batch. They don't just have to be. Elderly, <laughs> they don't have, they have to be, be. Right. Only 65 and older can rate the podcast. Um, no, <laughs> no, anyone can rate the podcast. So, like, take your friend's phone. Take your grandma's phone. Take your cousin's phone.
0: Why not? It takes literally two seconds. Speaking of reviews, real quick. We got a review, this person's probably not even listening. She said that she loved us until we did the Patreon push and that all of a sudden we're making people pay to listen to us, no thanks. I wanna clarify that even though Jackie assures me this is one person and not, and most people don't think this, but I just wanna clear up, you absolutely do not have to pay to listen to us. Thursdays are never going anywhere. That is our baby, we love it, we know that you guys love it and it's always gonna be free. Mm -hmm. This is just if you have a need for extra bonus content. If you're someone that commutes really long to work and is looking for more stuff to listen to, or you go to the gym, or whatever your reason for wanting more bonus content, that's just what Patreon is. So if you don't want it, you absolutely don't have to pay. It's kind of like merch. Like, we're making merch. You don't have to buy it, but if you want it, it's there. So I just wanted to clear up in case other people thought that. Obviously, if you listened this far into the episode, though, you know you don't have to pay, but... Hopefully that person that wrote that review is listening. So, girl, change that.
1: Change that review because
0: it's not true.
1: No, it's not. And we're not, like, taking things away from the regular episode to put in Patreon. Mm -hmm. Like, it's always the same segments. So, it's here for you forever and ever and ever. And if you get that, you're a girl that gets it, join the Facebook group with other girls that get it. You can make some friends
0: over there. It's a fun time. It really is so fun. I love that you guys, like, keep the conversation going too Mm -hmm. like everyone's always posting something funny and we talk about like the podcast episode but also what's going on just in bachelor nation and i'm sure with zach season underway it'll be even more fun in there so yes uh on facebook go to she's all batch group and we will accept you once you apply or something right yeah that's true you do need to um be confirmed in. Yeah, you have to you have to room. prove you're a Fots. We're not just gonna <laughs> let like Jed in, you know, like he's in there on his grandma's account like trying to But get maybe in. he
1: is there on his grandma's account.
0: No, he you would have know. to
1: prove that he's a FOTS and he can't prove that. He cannot. Um so follow us, follow
0: Stephanie at she's all batch, follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore And a quick shout out to our sponsors, Etitude.com slash She's All Batch. That will get you $25 off the comfiest sheets you will ever lay your body on. I'm telling you, I told you guys before Mm -hmm. in the ad read, I bought a second set because I could not stand not having them when I did laundry. I know, I think I might do that too. I'm moving soon. I want more sheets. It's actually crazy though. We changed them and I put on the sheets that I used to love, like my old favorite sheets and I'm like, ugh. I, I, I couldn't stand it. So if that doesn't tell you something, I don't know what does. Yeah, they really are
1: great quality, guys. Um, and then check out ZocDoc.com slash all batch. Or you can just download the ZocDoc app for free. Get a doctor to check out whatever thing that has been, like that side pain that you can't figure out what it is. <laughs> Go to the doctor. It's probably not get good. a you doctor gotta check, get it checked out. Schedule, schedule your yeah. fucking doctor's appointment. Like seriously, there's geez, no excuse don't. anymore, guys. Like it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, I tried. They had it eight weeks from now, and then they <laughs> yeah. didn't return my
0: call to confirm. Like you literally can just schedule it on the app, and then it's done. So just go. It's good for your health. Seriously, go to RocketMoney.com/allbatch, and that is a personal finance app. You can cancel your unwanted subscriptions. You can realize that you're paying for things that you don't even realize you're mm-hmm. you're doing. Yeah, that's so important in this
1: 2023 age. We're we're budgeting. We're saving money. New year, new us. It's amazing. Seriously. Um, and then go to loomdeodorant.com slash she's all batch. Guys, their deodorants smell so good. I'm obsessed with the toasted coconut, coconut one. like it's toasted almond. So, yeah, it smells so good. Um, So check it out. They're great deodorants, and it's cool that they come in all these different forms because they have the normal stick, but there's a lotion that you can use on different parts of your body. We're smelling good in 2023.
0: We are. And uh, Code cheese All Batch gets you 40% off your starter pack bundle. So oh, yeah, try so you try out can try all the their... products. Yeah. yeah. And see what you like. We were sent the starter pack bundle as well. I'm Mm -hmm. really digging it so far. Same. And put your mental health first. Go to betterhelp.com slash she's all batch. And that will get you 10% off your first month of services. Because everyone deserves to talk to someone. Am I right? Absolutely. Um, I'm a huge therapy advocate. So if you're
1: interested in dabbling, go check it out. All right. Is that it? Yeah, I think it's it. Okay. All right. Bye, bitches. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, one that Stephanie and I have even guested on called Love to See It. It's a smart and progressive, snarky, but affectionate dissection of reality dating shows and what they say about all of us. Culture writers Emma Gray and Claire Fallon recap shows like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette and beyond. And also, guys, they break down every episode in obsessive detail and they unpack all the weird messages pop culture sends to us about love, sex and dating. Listen to Love to See It wherever you get your podcasts.